2: It is the Jesse Kelly Show, another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. Remember, you can email me jesse at jessekellyshow.com, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We were about to get into some ugly stuff with the FBI and teens, but then Chris just, he asked me a very uncomfortable question. I don't know why, Do you are you texting, is the wife telling you things to text me to get me in trouble or something? Okay, so here's what Chris just texted me. He said, how long's the shed been up? Now, I realize we have a bunch of new listeners to the show, so allow me to update you on something. i I have very few skills. I am not what you would call talented. I am a top five napper. I'm incredible. i'm I'm amazing. I'm gonna go nap right now, right during the show. I'll be right back in twenty minutes. I'm a top, I'm a top five napper. I am the menu whisperer. I am the great greatest orderer of food in the world. If you ever find yourself out to dinner with me, I'm not trying to be arrogant, just, just order whatever I order and it'll be fine. I can look at a menu. I'm like Mozart with a piano or whatever he played, and I could just see what, Chris? I could just I could tell. like that makes sense to me. I know what it is. okay, So I don't have a bunch of skills, but I have those for sure. Probably the thing I'm best at. No, Chris, it's not the cheeseburger. I, I do make the world's greatest cheeseburger. But probably the thing I'm best at is making people angry. I I don't know what it is. I know this is a bad character trait. I understand it makes me a bad person. But especially people I dislike or people who take themselves too seriously, I enjoy poking them in the ribs to get a rise out of them. And I know that's not right. I know, look, kids, you don't want to be like me. I know it's not right. I can't help it. I don't know where I got it from. I think I actually got it from my mom a little bit who enjoyed kind of doing that to my dad. I, or enjoyed, still enjoys doing that to my dad. Maybe that's where it is. I'm sure that's a part of it. I am really good at getting under people's skin. Especially communists. Because communists, remember, remember this. Communism in general has nothing to do with workers or or nationalization. It's not really what it is. Communism is simply the search for the malcontents in any society. Every society has them. Okay, who are the bitter malcontents? Who are the people we can can use, we can use their bitterness and anger to smash this society and bring about the world we want? That's, That's really what communism comes down to. So you're naturally... Not having a sense of humor. Why do you think people, you probably said this a bunch, people say it all the time. Why don't these people have a sense of humor? Why don't they laugh? Why, I mean, all the comedians, as soon as they start going hardcore left, they're not funny anymore. It's just not funny. There's no sense of humor there. So when people don't have a sense of humor and they take themselves too seriously and they're people I despise anyway, I like doing things to make them angry. I don't I don't think you're supposed to be like this, but that's what I am, which brings me to this. Long-time listeners of the show will know. Long time. We've only been on the air four years. Those who've been around the block a while. <laughs> all right, quit. We needed a shed. A shed. Nothing important. Just to chuck stuff in the backyard. The kids have all the toys and stuff like that in the backyard and various things. And we didn't like it sitting around the yard because then you got to pick it up when you mow and stuff like that. So we wanted a place to store things. Uh, We didn't want it big and fancy, and we didn't want to spend a bunch of money on it. So I had a coupon. I think it was for 30% off uh, a hardware store in the area. I even remember the coupon. Gosh, I'm turning into Chris. I had a coupon for the hardware store. Go down to the hardware store, and I see one of those. It's just a Rubbermaid shed. I would say... Four feet wide by only like two feet deep, but it's tall. It was like seven feet tall. You get an idea of what I'm talking about here? It's a stand-up shed. And it seriously came in uh, one, two, three, like six pieces total. Six pieces. And I think there was one screw for the handle. You essentially snap this pile of crap together. And, of course, it's just the lightest thing you've ever seen in your life. So we would put it in the backyard and we'd load it up with all the toys and stuff, but well, we get horrible storms down here in Houston. Every single time there was a storm, it was just it was what we would do after a storm. You'd have part of part of your post-storm cleanup in the Kelly household as we'd all put on our shoes and we'd go out back and we'd go find wherever the shed blew to, and then we'd have to pick up all the stuff. That the, all, all the toys and things like that that have fallen out of it, those are scattered to the winds. It looked like somebody dropped the bomb in the stupid shed all the time. Anyway, but the story with the shed is I put a picture up of the shed on social media, and I said, it, it, my, I made it sound serious. I said, not many men know how to work with their hands. It was something to the effect of not many men know how to work with their hands. How many people do you know could build a shed like this? Well, you, you know me. You would find that hilarious. Or in the very least, you'd probably roll your eyes. If if you're a lady uh, of any age, you probably rolled your eyes while acting like you're not laughing on the inside. All the dudes are laughing right now. And that's pretty much how it worked. However, it doesn't work that way for the communists. Remember, you're dealing with a, a soulless malcontent who doesn't have any... Whatever joy thing that there is inside of you that brings you joy, the joy organ, yeah, that's probably a not... Good way to put that. Let's never use joy organ again, Chris. But anyway, the joy thing that's inside of you, they don't have that. So they freaked out and it turned into, I'm not making this up. It turned into like a two or three day thing where they were blasting me and they all thought we were, they were getting me. Look at this idiot thinks he can build a shed. That's rubber. Anyone can build that stupid idiot. And I, I was only embracing it and encouraging it and acting. Every time they got mad, I kept acting more and more serious about how, about my construction skills. And it just, they got themselves so worked up into a lather. I found it so funny. And and that was the story of the shed, but that was a long way of saying, before I get to this story about teenagers going down with heart inflammation, that was a long way of me saying we finally had to ditch the cheap shed we had to get, we had to ditch the cheap shed and get something that wouldn't basically blow up every time storm comes, storms come in, and I'm still cheesed about that, man. I'm still angry. What do you mean, why, Chris? Do you have any idea what lumber costs right now? Do you, do you have any idea what lumber costs? I'll oh, just put a door on the side of the garage, Chris. Have you priced any kind of construction at any point in time recently? Do you know? You are so, you're such an out of touch elitist. You. Lumber costs, uh, basic materials across the boards, resins, anything that involves oil. This is one of those things. We uh, we talk about gas prices on the show because gas prices are something that apply to virtually everybody. And people talk about price of gas is up. Price of gas is up. It really is fascinating. It's worth your time. Maybe I'll dig into this later on in the show. It's worth your time to look up oil and all the things that are made from oil or using oil in some way. It is staggering, like when you see these people, fossil fuels and fossil fuels. You're talking about ending humanity. Everything uses that stuff. And definitely everything in, destru- in destruction, in construction, everything in construction uses that stuff. So everything's gotten so expensive. We were looking at doing, trying to do some kind of little remodel because the kids are growing and the house is not. We got one price and we dropped the whole thing. I, I wouldn't even consider spending the, that kind of money, especially in an economy like this. It's, it's bad out there. You know what else is bad out there? Your kid's heart. Up to one in 7,000 American teens had heart inflammation after the job. You know what? Let's, let's pause on that because that's really sad. I want to get to this email first because it makes me feel good. Hey, Jesse. I've been aware that nearly all shrimp sold in the U.S. comes from foreign waters and that the shrimp are farmed and not wild-caught. So after hearing your advertisement for Biloxi Shrimp Co. for the past several weeks, I decided to give them a try. I ordered one day last week. They arrived the next day. Without equivocation, gosh, that's a great word. Without equivocation, they are the best shrimp I've ever seen and tasted. I'm all about supporting American companies and American families. Biloxi has one more loyal customer. Thanks, Jesse. Her name is Candace. Cecil says our seer in Israel. I will see you there. Look, would I ever read it to you? If I Would I, would I lie to you about it? It is the best shrimp. Ever. It's not just that it's American. I actually like that the most, to be honest, that it's American jobs. American shrimpers pulled out of the Mississippi Gulf in a good Biloxi family. But the shrimp is incredible. And that makes sense, right? Let's see. Look at a map. Shrimp from Vietnam or shrimp from the Gulf? Go to BiloxiShrimpCo.com. BiluxyShrimpCo.com. Enter the promo code Jesse. It gets you ten percent off the order, the entire order, whatever you order, and they'll mail it to you. It's just it, you don't have to worry about running somewhere. They'll deliver it to your front door. The best shrimp you will ever eat, and you can actually feel good about that. Like I said, I stocked up on it. I have a freezer full at this point. All right. Up to one in seven thousand American teens had hard information. Inflammation after the jab. I had a chance to talk to Peter McCullough tonight. He's been the one speaking out about so much of this stuff. And you know what he told me? He told me that a medicine would traditionally be pulled off the market if there were five deaths, five deaths after it had been administered. Do you know that there have been 2000 recorded deaths immediately after that vaccine and that not only are they not pulling anything from the market, the official position in this country now is still pushing it on you and your children. If that isn't starting to wake you up to just how bad, just how truly gross the level of corruption is with our medical institutions, if what I just told you didn't convince you of that, what I'm about to tell you most definitely will convince you of that have you ever heard of the american medical association i'm assuming you have they're gigantic you want to know what they just did you better wake up and listen because what they just did it's a preview of the future i'll tell you in a second fighting for your freedom every day USA!
4: USA! the USA! jesse kelly show
2: It is the Jesse Kelly Show. I, I definitely, probably a ton of DMX fans here in the audience. Chris, a really great call with with that. Look, I enjoyed it personally. I'm not complaining. <laughs> that was the rap song all the white guys were dancing to when I when I when I was a kid. I don't necessarily think that song probably landed with the over 65 demographic per se, but maybe it did. You never know. Maybe it did. Hey, Jesse. Quick question. We all know the left would like to avoid the coming November elections. Would the start of a major war help them avoid the elections to stay in power? I've had this question before. There isn't going to be an election. They're going to cancel elections. Jesse, they're going to cancel elections. Listen, would they like to cancel elections? Of course. Will there come a day in this country if we don't properly fight back where they do cancel elections? You bet. That's just simply what communists do. That day is not going to be 2022. All right, it's not going to be 2024 either. We have to look. We have to be honest about our shortcomings and how much of this culture we've lost and how much they've gained. And we talk about that all the time. But we also do have to understand they do not have they do not have total power in this country in order to start doing things like canceling elections. Don't let them convince you of that. That they own everything. They do not. Do not underestimate. State power, the power of the states, the GOP states. America is set up different. These states are set up to basically be their own countries. We have significant levels of state power in this country. What we need is a mentality change on the right to use that state power and use that state power to go after communists in a legal way and use that state power to Fortify you, to fortify your state, to protect you, to build a wall between an out-of-control federal system and you. Like this, American Medical Association pushes the DOJ to investigate and prosecute those who call out gender surgeries online. Three. Major American medical institutions, American Medical Association, American Academy of Pediat- Pediatrics, and the Children's Hospital Association all signed a letter to U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland urging investigation. investigate the organization's individuals and entities that were coordinating and provoking outrage online at the services like, oh, I don't know, giving teenage girls double mastectomies. Now... Why What does state power have anything to do with that? Well, this is what it has to do with it. The DOJ, they're either going to comply this time with that request, just like they did with the school boards, or they're going to comply next time. You're mad today about the request. You're going to be even madder when you find out they follow through. Remember the school board thing, that was simply a letter from the teachers unions. The White House, this is unreal, coordinated with the teachers' unions to write a letter to Merrick Garland, who took the letter and then sent the FBI after parents. And the FBI willingly met and decided they were going to get the counter-terrorist team together for school board parents. So it's not just that the request is made, either now or later. The request it's going to be honored. So what does state power have to do with that? This is the problem we have right now with the red states. They're way behind, and they're too far behind. Your red state is busy doing things like uh, maybe you're cutting taxes or or banning abortion or expanding Second Amendment rights. And I love all those things. I love low taxes, ban abortion, yeah, fine. More more gun freedom, yes, I love all that. Good, good, good. I, look, I'm the I'm the barbarian who thinks you should be able to own a fully automatic weapon and rocket launchers. I just that's not what I believe. But a main mission a top priority right now of the GOP states should be building an infrastructure with their AGs and their state police forces, building an infrastructure and passing legislation to be that wall between an out-of-control, child-assaulting federal system and you and your state. If the DOJ chooses to act on that, and they send the FBI after you know, me for, for saying, uh, no, uh, t- boys should not be put on puberty blockers that we give to people we chemically castrate. They should not be mutilated by doctors. In fact, the doctors and the parents who consent to it should all be charged with felonies and thrown in federal prison or state prison. Your state, they should be protecting me and protecting you from that. Meaning if the DOJ and the FBI, they get together and they decide I've committed a crime by speaking out against that, and they decide they're going to come try to get me, the Texas Rangers should be standing out in front of my home saying, no, 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 no. no." We have a letter here from the Texas Attorney General. No, you're not actually permitted. We view this as being completely unlawful, a violation of Jesse Kelly's civil rights, And you are not allowed to come here. In fact, if you attempt to arrest him, we will shutter the FBI office in this area. That sounds radical. Does that sound radical? It's a necessity. Red states should be building a wall as we speak, a legal wall to protect you. That should be priority one. All right. Before we get to Kirk Cameron, actor, he's starting a podcast next. Let's get to this email. Jesse. Am I too late to sign up for the trip to Israel? I do so want to go. I hesitated because I would be traveling solo. Okay, you're not traveling solo. It's going to be us. It's going to be the Jesse Kelly Show family here. Uh, You're not going to be traveling solo at all. If you don't show up and make a ton of friends you exchange numbers with on that trip, that's a you problem. No, don't ask me for my number. I'm not giving it to you. But you're not traveling solo. And yes, obviously, if you want, no pressure at all. If you want, we are going to Israel next summer on a Holy Land tour for 10 days. You name it. Jerusalem, Nazareth, Armageddon. We're going to go into the Dead Sea, the Sea of Galilee. Masa- everything. We're going. You want to walk where King David walked and Jesus walked before Chris's people killed him? We're going next July. All are welcome for a limit. There's a limited availability. I can't do anything about that. Go to ChristianExpedition.com/Jesse. ChristianExpedition.com/Jesse. That's where you sign up. Or you're on the road, that's fine. You can call 877-234-3002. 877-234-3002. Please, dribble off those Bobby Brooks,
1: Latinx.
2: To go home now. There's too much going it is on. the Jesse Kelly show. We'll get to more stuff coming up with the FBI and Howard Stern finally left his house. I'm telling you what some of you germaphobes and other things still to come on the show. We still got more fun to have joining me now, though. Uh, somebody I've been wanting to have on for a while. Kirk Cameron obviously doesn't need any introduction from me. Actor, filmmaker, Kirk, you've obviously let's focus on the filmmaking part here quick as we jump right into it. You've been making these films. You've been making these these Christian themed films. How have they been doing?
3: Um, well, first of all, great great to be talking with you. Thanks for having me on your program. And uh, the films are doing great. Man, um, my buddies, the Kendrick brothers, and i, we've been um, we've been at this for a while., uh, We made a movie about ten years ago together called Fireproof, which actually mm-hmm. turned out to be the number one uh, grossing uh, inspirational film of the year. And since then, They've gone on to do quite a few that make uh, tens of millions of dollars in the box office. Um, And they've got they've packed such a powerful message, either for parents or for married couples um, uh, on subjects like prayer and uh, all kinds of other things that that our latest one um, just hit the bullseye. It's called Life Mark, and it's a movie that celebrates the value of life and the beauty of adoption. And providentially, it landed in theaters just weeks after the Supreme Court overruled Roe versus Wade. So it was perfectly timed. And um, uh, I think it's a, it provides a third option uh, that gets us out of the, the, the war between pro-life and pro-choice and, and shows that there is a loving option of adoption uh, that is just turns out to be a beautiful answer to uh, to everybody's situation in many cases.
2: death I've always said I'm not sure there's a more blessed thing you can do for somebody than to pull them out and adopt them, pull them out of a bad situation and adopt them. It's just it's a wonderful thing. I asked how they were doing because every time I asked one of my friends, Kevin Sorbo, guys who every time I ask somebody who makes one of these movies, some of these movies, they always tell me they're killing it at the box office, which is so interesting, Kirk, because all, all the rest of our culture right now, all of our institutions they push filth all the time, all this filth. And they're told, we're told that that's, that's acceptance and that's tolerance and that's what America wants now. But I don't see that. When you look at actual numbers, I don't see that. I feel like America's hungering for something different now.
3: Well, and I think that um, there's these rumblings of a, of a moral revival, a spiritual revival, and I believe an economic and political revival because false systems and bad ideas, um, they only last so long, they eventually cannibalize themselves. They eventually collapse on themselves. And I think people are waking up and seeing that bad ideas have bad consequences, and we're seeing that in our political systems. we're We're watching the erosion of religious liberties, uh, moral uh, goodness. We're seeing political corruption and so many other things beginning to eat away at our national fabric like a, like a cancer, that people are saying, what are we, what are we doing? Let, let's wake up out of our slumber and let's, let's figure out what we need to do or what we need to get back to. And so that's why I think people are responding to good movies with good messages. And that's why I'm trying to work on projects like Life Mark and, and the American Campfire Revival. Uh, to try to point people back to the secret sauce that made this the freest, strongest, most blessed nation on the earth.
2: What's the American Campfire Revival?
3: Well, when—remember, I live in California, so uh, during the pandemic lockdowns, we were under the the governorship of Gavin Newsom, and we all felt (laughs) like we were under house arrest for a long time out here in the communist state of (laughs) California— And while we were in our backyards, not able to go to church or school or businesses, um, I was watching as as Biden was rolling out his first 100 days of office. And I thought to myself, man, he's got a 100-day plan for the nation. What's our plan? Those of us who think this is a wonderful nation, those of us who believe in the Constitution, who revere the founding principles, and I thought, you know, I'm going to look to the mandates from heaven for 100 days. Uh, Rather than the executive orders from Capitol Hill, let's look at the executive orders from heaven, which are, if my people will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways and seek my face, then I will hear their prayers, forgive their sins, and heal their land. And I thought, man, that's what we need. So I made 100 consecutive campfires in my backyard at night And I prayed live with the nation on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube, and I worked my way through a book called The American Covenant, which demonstrates that as a nation, we've forgotten what our forefathers told us was the most important thing, and that is never walk away from the covenant we made with our Creator. And that covenant, that sacred promise, has been covered up, and it's been canceled by a secular elite that is at war with the truth. And the American Campfire Revival is my sparking uh, fires of revival in the hearts and minds of people across America from my backyard, and I'm bringing it to the podcast world. And uh, the podcast is up and ready, and you can listen to the first several episodes already
2: american campfire revival i would encourage everybody to go download it enjoy again we're speaking with kirk cameron here kirk i i i'm sure similar to you and i look on sometimes in horror at what our culture has become and i am hopeful that there will be some kind of a revival as you mentioned but i get frustrated that it took descending to this point i mean it 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 took us descending to open childhood or child mutilation to get to the point of, whoa, we're dealing Mm -hmm. with evil here, spiritual forces here. Why did it take that? It took so long. It's not like all this stuff just happened yesterday, but it took that to shock us awake that, whoa, we're dealing with a whole different animal now.
3: Boy, it is shocking, isn't it? And um, sometimes... uh, the. We, we feel the same way as parents of young adult children. I don't know how many kids you have, but yep. I've got six, and all my kids are from 19 to 26. And, you know, there's a point where, where kids grow up with so much blessing, especially if they've got a mom and a dad who love them and raise them right. But then something like takes over their brain, right? They get to become young adults. They think you don't know anything and that they've got a better <laughs> way, and they've got to try it until they choke on it and finally realize that, Dad, what you said to me, you were right. I should have listened to you all along. And I think as a nation, we've entered into that, that phase of we know better than our founding fathers and mothers who laid out a recipe and a roadmap for us morally, economically, spiritually, politically, and we think we know better. And it's almost as though God has allowed us to have it until we choke on it and finally come to our senses. And that's often when we go back and go, hey, George Washington, uh you knew what you were talking about. Hey, hey, hey John Adams, wow, you, you were right. Hey, Madison, you, you guys really knew what you were talking about. And this constitution really demonstrates that if we let government get out of control and have too much power, they're going to screw everything up. And we've got to be self-governing people who love God and love one another from the heart. If we don't do that, we're screwed and this whole thing is going to fall apart. And I think we're at that place right now. And so I'm thankful for that. And I'm thankful for guys like you who are helping to get the message out.
2: His name's Kirk Cameron. Obviously, you know who he is. American Campfire Revival. Highly recommend it. Kirk, thank you so much, man. Come back soon.
3: Hey, Jesse. Thank you, and uh, thank you for your service. My grandpa was a Marine on Iwo Jima, so uh, I got big respect for you.
2: Whew, big respect for him. Semper Fi to him. Daggone. Iwo Jima yeah. Marines are <laughs> it's pretty stout. All right. Hey, speaking of, of fighting back against evil. I've been telling you recently, I brought it up a couple of times, I'm bringing it up again here. Well I'll to talk to you about what young women go through when they get pregnant and they don't want to be. They don't feel like they have options. Oftentimes, the boyfriend will tell them they don't have options. Sadly, the parents will get on that. You don't have options. They feel like their only option is abort that baby or their life is over. and that's what our culture tells them now. Preborn, you know what preborn does? They set up shop right across the street from these abortion mills. They don't yell at anybody. Don't scream at anybody. They simply tell these young ladies walking in, "Hey, we will give you a free ultrasound, a fr- free of car, free of charge for her an ultrasound." Because well north of ninety percent of the women, the young ladies who see that ultrasound, see that life, and choose life. It costs preborn twenty eight dollars. So we are on a mission to save 5,000 babies. $28 saves a baby's life. $140 saves five of them. Help me out. Dial pound 250 and say baby. Pound 250, keyword baby. Or you can donate securely at preborn.com slash jesse. Let's not be pro-life. Let's be activists about it. Preborn.com slash Jesse.
4: You're listening to the Jesse Kelly Show. You're welcome.
2: It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Remember you can email the show Jesse at Jessikellyshow dot com. Jesse at com. Huh. This is interesting here. FBI. Undercounts the number of times armed citizens have thwarted, thwarted's a great word, Chris. That's an author word. I'm going to put that in the next, what, Chris? Anyway, have thwarted active shooting incidents. Well, look, I'm not going to spend a bunch of time on this. It's just the evidence adds up day day after day after day after day after day that our federal police force is a Democrat activist group. And it's one thing to have some weirdo Democrat group out there pushing climate change nuttery. It's another thing entirely to have the federal law enforcement arm with the power to destroy your life feeling the same way about things. That's generally not good. Gives me the ickies. Gives me the ickies like apparently Howard Stern gets when he leaves his bunker. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to open up. You know, I've got to ask you something and I should I should I should I should say this is going to be a judgment free zone even though it's me and I'm rude and I know you know that this is going to be a judgment free zone you can even use a fake name tonight okay but I'm going to put this out there 877 377 4373 877 377 4373 do you have any weird phobias or a phobia. Maybe it's not weird, but you're kind of ashamed of it. You're, you're kind of embarrassed of it. I'll tell you, I have one. I'll get to mine in a second. And I bring this up because Howard Stern's in there. Again, what are your weird phobias? 877 377 Germophobe Howard Stern. This is from page six. Germaphobe Howard Stern leaves bunker to dine with pals for the first time since 2020. He left his bunker, he's been broadcasting from home, went out for the first time in two years. And I only bring this up, one, because I think that kind of, uh, I don't even know what you call that, insanity? I, I think it's hilarious. But two, I, thought, I, think, I do think it's important to remind you of something. I've always assumed this something, and now I'm in a position to confirm it. What is that something? Something. You look, and I look at uh, elites or wealthy people or famous people, and you look at their lives, and this is human nature. Not that I think you're a jealous person, but it's human nature. You look at uh, some actor, some some actor, famous guy, Leonardo DiCaprio, right? There's a name for it. You look at Leonardo DiCaprio, and I don't think you're sitting around wanting to be Leonardo DiCaprio, but you do look at them and you see, what do you see? Private planes, fancy suits. Everyone's taking a picture with him, of him. Leo, I love you. Supermodel on each arm. Steak dinner whenever he wants. Yachts. You're vacationing? Where are you vacationing? Oh, we're going we're to go down and re- rent a houseboat for a week. Where is he vacationing? Oh, he's, he's on a yacht in the Mediterranean summer. He's at his Italian villa. And you think to yourself, because it's human nature to think to this, you think to yourself, man, that guy's got a great life. You know, that would be really cool. That guy's got a great life. And you think that about people like Howard Stern, who's been famous for who knows how long. He's been famous for a long, long time. He's got gargantuan amounts of money. More money. Imagine, imagine this. Imagine having more money than you could possibly spend. That's how much money Howard Stern has. Chris, I didn't say how much money you would possibly spend, because for you, that's $50. But Howard Stern, more money than you could possibly spend. You understand that you're happier than most of those people, right? You, you understand that you and, you know, House, maybe maybe's a little too small. Kids have grown out of it. I can't afford to go on vacation this year. Inflation's killing us. Hey, sorry, son. I don't know if we're going to be able to afford to do travel baseball. I'm putting in extra hours, but I don't think the numbers are there. And you look at this laundry list of problems that we all have, that that normal people encounter in their lives. And you always say to yourself, man, if I could have more cash, this would be better. If I look at him, he doesn't have to worry about affording, sending his son on travel baseball, man. He gets to go on vacation this year, man. He's, he's happier. You need to hear me. I'm not just telling you this. I'm not doing some Tony Robbins motivational speech. You need to hear me and hear me well. You're happier than they will ever be. Those people and I, I just know this because I've just recently kind of gotten involved, involved in—in in a minor way, involved in that world where you meet people with private planes. I've been on a couple of them. You go, you—you you go do fancy things. I just got back from from fancy things in New York City and things like that. And you think to yourself because you're looking at people through this lens of of the media and social media, and oh, look at that, oh, look at the look at the fancy this and fancy that. And I'm telling you, so are some of them happy? You bet. The vast majority of these people not only are miserable, they will never be happy. They don't have the capacity to be happy. You think because you lost your job or girlfriend ran out on you or maybe your boyfriend broke. Whatever, whatever the normal things normal people go through. You think to yourself, there's a better life out there if I could just get X. If I could just be Y. Leonardo DiCaprio never has to deal with that Leonardo DiCaprio will be miserable on a yacht 25 years from now, and you'll still be happier than him. What you have that Kraft Mac and cheese dinner you're eating right now, because, ah, guess what, honey? We couldn't. We couldn't afford chicken this week. I, I know that sucks, so it's Kraft Mac night. And you're looking around, and of course it's tasty because it's Kraft Mac, baby. I hope you put some wieners in there. But I know you th- I know it's tasty, but you're looking around. Look, maybe you're a dude because th- this will hit dudes harder. I, maybe you're a dude and you're looking at your family spoon Kraft Mac on the plate and you're saying to yourself, man, I, I should be doing better by them. I should be doing more. I, I'm embarrassed. My bro- I bet Leonardo DiCaprio doesn't have to eat Kraft Mac. That next 20 minutes you're going to spend with your family will be more fulfilling than anything Leonardo DiCaprio does in his life. Ever. Sit there and treasure it. All right? 877-377-4373. What's a weird phobia you have? Or just one you're ashamed of? I'll tell you one I'm a little embarrassed about. Hang on. Yeah. Hey, it's Jesse Kelly. It's time for you to join half a million people in doing what? Well, doing something cool. Get a Burna Less Lethal Pistol. That's Burna, B-Y-R-N-A. It fires powerful ammunition, tear gas, kinetic ammo, incapacitates an attacker for 30, 40 minutes. Having a less lethal option is crucial. It's legal in all 50 states. No background checks are required. They ship it right to your door. B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Jesse gets you an exclusive 10% discount.